Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the beat drop. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I am your host, the closer, Chris Ventra, here in Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan, uh, at the FNTSY Sports Network, of course, where you can find us on YouTube from 1 to 2 p.m. every day, Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, on the Sports Grid Network on Zumo TV Channel 719. And let me welcome him in, of course, my, uh, my comrades here. Well, Fantasy Taz Jim Day is still not with us, so we wish him best of luck. He'll be back soon, I'm sure. The sooner the better, of course. And, of course, George Kurtz is with us today. What is up, my man, George Kurtz? How are you feeling today? How am I feeling today? <laughs> you know, Chris, uh, I, I, I refereed four hockey games last night. I refereed Men's Hockey League. Uh, four come games? Home. Damn. Yeah, there's generally four games in a night. Uh, you know, so you can imagine refereeing Men's Hockey You get yelled at a lot. Yeah. I, I record the game. I don't know the score when I come home, but I'm not sure which is worse last night, refereeing those games or coming home and watching that football game. I'm really not sure which is worse. Uh, getting yelled at by grown men in a hockey game. So you must be yelled at grown men being idiots. <laughs> you must be a good skater because you have to skate around to ref those games. Yeah, Pretty I've been uh, doing it for about thirty years or so. So yeah, uh, nice. used, used to play down there quite often. Now referee, so it that's not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is at the end of the night when you can't move anymore. But uh, yeah, that's a good work. Uh, it's just after the, after the drive home, it's more of a problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and that game last night was a disaster. Uh, I will painful. admit that, well, me and George, we said we thought it might be close, and uh, we were wrong about that. I know a lot of people so were on the much. Jets, though. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people were saying the Jets would keep this close division game. Darnold's back looked good the week before um, against the Cowboys, but not, uh, not in this one. Uh, he saw ghosts, George. He saw yeah, ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that. I was obviously I'm fast forwarding things, so I didn't hear that. I just uh, saw it on Twitter afterwards. Uh, I don't have listen. He's mic'd up. He's going to say some things. I kind of like that that he was uh, he was himself. You know, it doesn't bother me. He said he saw a ghost. We yeah. all understand what he means. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. He's not the only quarterback. I'm sure to ever think that or uh, would have put it in different words. So I don't care about that. Uh, he, he had an awful. He was awful. I mean, really, he was awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a cowboy fan, it makes me go. You know, you're just not scratching your head. How the hell did you lose to this team last week? I mean, really, this is that was just. Is, is Belichick, I mean, I know he's a god, but I mean, that's ridiculous. Just a division game, Monday night, you're at home. You would have thought you would have put up a performance, but you pretty much didn't show up. It was just embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. It does make you scratch your head. How did the Cowboys kind of get torched by Darnold? Um, but I guess Belichick is that much of a defensive genius. He makes young quarterbacks look silly. Uh, and that's what happened with Darnold here 11 for 32 through the air, 86 yards. Couldn't crack 100. Reminds me of Jared Goff in his 78 yards. At least he did a little better than that. But here's the problem. Four picks, no touchdowns, 
terrible performance. Uh, the O-line didn't look good. Uh, you know, New England was sending pressure, blitzing. Gase didn't seem to have an answer for it. Uh, I mean, Bell, 15 for 70 on the ground. Not so bad. Uh, 4.7 yards per carry. It's pretty good. But otherwise, just nothing here. I mean, they, they shut down Darnold pretty good. 33 nothing. They end up just shutting them out. I think the Jets at this point, 1-5, lose another division game, embarrassingly, uh, at home, on primetime. And I think it's time to battle for that, you know, one of those top picks in the draft. So just obviously, you know, Gase, though, as a new head coach here, is going to want to win games and show some promise with his team. But I would fight in these, in these contests against these, you know, upcoming games. But I don't know if I'd be looking to really uh, win a ton of games. Where do you want to go? You want to go, want to win five games and then you're, you know, you have not so great of a pick when you could lose a lot more games and have a great pick. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the Jets just aren't going anywhere. So what's the point? Would you agree with that? I see, I see your point, but the Jets aren't a terrible team. They're not Miami. They're not Cincinnati. They shouldn't win be one in five, games. yeah. No, they, they shouldn't be one in five. But they are, I mean, listen, a lot of those losses were due to the fact that they had, you know, Luke Falk, that's the quarterback, and he was a joke. You know, he, he was bad. Uh, so that's what some of those losses before. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, he look, I'm looking at the schedule. They, they play Miami twice, right? So that's two wins. I assume they're going to beat Miami twice. That's three wins right there. You know, Miami, Cincinnati, they're going to get the top, uh, I guess the bottom two picks, depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they win a couple of other games here, too. I don't think they can beat uh, Buffalo again uh, when they play them again. Yeah. So they're not going to beat Buffalo. You know, they still got to play teams like the Eagles. They play with Giants. That's pretty much a 50-50 game. Another right. win they, they play Washington. They play Oakland. Pittsburgh. They play Cincinnati. There are games here Pittsburgh. You know, they're going to win three. They're probably going to win between five and seven games, you know, somewhere around there. And if you win that, yeah, you'll get a top pick, but not a top, top pick. I mean, we're talking top 10 rather than top five. Right, right. Uh, yeah, because look, I mean, look at these next. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row where beatable teams. Right. At Jacksonville. There's probably only two games on the rest of that schedule. You say, okay, they're not, they're not beating Baltimore in week 15. They're not at beating Baltimore, Buffalo. Yeah. Assuming that game means something to Buffalo in week 17, by the way. Maybe Buffalo's already clinched a, the, the top wild card spot. It doesn't mean anything. Right. You know, it very well could happen there. But uh, assuming that, that's those only two games I would say the Jets won't have a shot at. Baltimore and Buffalo. Everything else, even Jacksonville uh, next week, they'll have a shot. I don't think they'll win in Jacksonville. I'd right. be surprised, actually. But I think they'll have a shot. They have a shot. Yeah, they definitely have a shot. I mean, you know, Jacksonville aren't scary or anything offensively, even though Minshew has looked good a lot of the times. Uh, but the rest of those games, yeah, winnable. Even at home against Pittsburgh. Mason Rudolph, not scary. Their defense has looked much better, Pittsburgh. Uh, ever since they got Mika Fitzpatrick, but otherwise, that's it. At Baltimore is really the toughest one. Yeah, Oakland. I mean, Oakland could end up being tough. Oakland might have something to play for at that point. I don't know. They're three and three. I don't know what to make of Oakland yet. But um, yeah, the rest of it's pretty easy. But thirty-three nothing last night. Donald didn't look good uh, on the on the Patriots side of things. Thirty-one for forty-five. Tom Brady, two hundred forty-nine yards, a touchdown and pick. Didn't have to do do anything crazy. Michelle had three touchdowns, but really didn't do much besides that. Uh, he just fell into the end zone a couple times. 2.2 yards of carry. So, boring game overall, to be honest. All right, we'll be right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. With George Kurtz and your boy, the closer, Chris Vetch. We'll be right back.
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Like it, Brian. Shout out to Brian in the pit, Bavona, and everybody that does good work in the pit. Misery. Fantasy pit of misery, that is. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy. On a Tuesday, we got to play that song as well. Uh, your boy George Kurtz, your boy the closer Chris Venture, we're here. Fantasy Taz Jim Day will be back as soon as he's able, hopefully this week. <clears throat> and uh, give us a call. 844-843-6879. You got some questions, trade questions, start, sit, waivers, which today we're going to do our early first round of waivers because people have waivers going in tonight. But uh, I do want to talk about a couple of things here, George. Um, the Patriots, of course, acquire Mohamed Sanu from the Falcons for a 2020 second round pick as we near the trade deadline, which is October 29th. Um, 2020 second round pick from Mohamed Sanu. I think that's a little too much. I think uh, he's not worth, at, at his age, which I believe he's got to be in his late 20s, early 30s, or around 30 at this point. Uh, just a, It seems like a lot for a wide receiver of his caliber, which he's good, but he's not great. Uh, he's a solid possession guy. I'm not, I'm not quite understanding why they needed to do that 
Unless it's something serious going on with Josh Gordon, George. I think we're seeing a new era here in the NFL, Chris. I truly do. I think uh, I'm not saying it's going to turn into uh, baseball or hockey where we're going to see, you know, so many deadline deals. But now the past couple of years, we're seeing trades, trades for now. Right. We're seeing trades. We, we never we, we never used to see trades in the NFL. <laughs> and now we're seeing them uh, now on the surface. I agree with you. Boy, it does seem like a, a lot. for Sanu, you know, especially when you consider Cooper went to Dallas only for a number one last year. And now Sanu's going for a number two. <laughs> you know, S- Sanu is not Mari Cooper. <laughs> no. no one's no one's ever going to compare, compare him to Cooper. Uh, now, I do think New England needed a receiver. So it doesn't bother me if they went out and got one. And let's face it, that pick the way things are going, that pick is going to be 64th. You know, 64th overall pick, they'll win the Super Bowl again. You know, I'm, I'm just getting tired of it. This is, this is all they do. <laughs> all right? I mean, it just gets... It really you know, does I, get I keep, tiresome. It uh, gets boring. And I'm not even a New England hater. Just, I want someone else to win. Anybody. Really, at this point, anybody. I'll get the Giants winning. Anybody else. <laughs> you know, I, I just can't see uh, New England winning every year. It just gets boring. Uh, you know, somebody do something about this. Anyway, uh, Sudhu is 30, by the way. He just turned 30 a couple months ago. Yep. Uh, actually, two months to the day. Uh, so I understand they need, it does seem like a lot, but I think teams are now able to hold out for it. He's the first receiver to go. You know, this is why I think Cincinnati's crazy. Cooper went for a one. Sanu's going for a two. Now I know Green's older than Cooper. Not, yeah, not by much. (laughs) Not by a hell of a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, how much could he go for? Green is 31, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But how much could he, he hasn't played this year. So theoretically he's fresh, you know, fresh legs, not banged up. You know, yeah. so how much could he go for? You're 0 and 7. But you're the injury. You're not going anywhere. Risk. You know, uh, yeah, but, and I get that. But still, it's AJ Green. He could be a difference maker. Yeah. You know, you, you, Cincinnati's 0 and 7. They're not going anywhere. They're going to be drafting a new quarterback next year, unless they think Finley's the man, which I don't, mm, I'm not so sure he is. But either, even if they think he is, mm. by the time Cincinnati's ready to compete again, now AJ Green's 33, 34. Yeah. And his career is on his way out. Done. Yeah. Right. He's on his way. Trade him. I mean, you could say, oh, no, we're not trading him. And, and that's fine. You're saying that to build up the price, which a lot of all these teams do. Once again, everyone's lying right now. That's <laughs> fine. But if, you're, if you get an offer of a one-plus to A.J. Green and you don't take it, you're out of your mind. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, like you said, they're 0-6, they? uh, They're not going anywhere. They're going to get a top pick. They're going to rebuild from the ground up. A.J. Green's an older player, 31 years old, like you said. He's also been a banged-up player. It just makes too much sense. And I would honestly be shocked if he doesn't get moved before the deadline. I would be shocked because it just makes too much sense. I, I wouldn't be shocked. All right, I wouldn't be shocked. It's Cincinnati. All right, they do some strange things. They do. Like hold Marvin. But, uh, uh, how long had they, did they have, uh, was Marvin Lewis for uh, how right. many years? What, do you have naked coach? pictures of somebody? <laughs> I mean, that was a joke. Uh, it just, I mean, I, I get he's a legacy player. You know, it's sort of why we didn't see Madison Bumgarner traded from the San Francisco Giants in, in baseball. Same theory there. He's a legacy player. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you sell tickets around him, that sort of thing. But uh, like I said, if, if, if you get low ball offers, I understand. But if someone's offering you, a, even a one's good enough for me, but a one, I think you get a one plus for him, a one to fourth, one to fifth, whatever it might be. I think you're doing your team a disservice to not move him right. at this point. You mentioned he may never play 16 games again anyway because he does seem to get hurt now every year. So why not get as much for him now while he still has that value? He can help your team in a different way. Right. You know, wouldn't you like if you, had, if you got a second number one? You know, I assume no matter who you get it from, it'll be in the 20s, right? It'll be from a team that's competing. So you get your own number one, which you get your quarterback. 
You know, this is a quarterback-heavy draft, so you get your quarterback. Maybe it's even a tank for two, and maybe you win that. Cincinnati does play Miami in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens there. Battle for two. Uh, loser of that probably has the uh, two-word ticket if that's who they want. And then if you get another number one, you get to fill another hole. Doesn't that make more sense than, you know, A.J. Green, give me one, hope he could sell some tickets and then can be washed up in a couple of years. Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Trade him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because even if they're not going to be good next year either. So it's like, by the time they actually rebuild this thing, and if they do have a new quarterback especially, that's going to take some time. You're talking yeah, 2021, 20, 2022. Maybe this team is uh, playoff bound, but A.J. Green's, like you said, 34 maybe at that point, and uh, it's not worth it anymore. He's probably not going to be the same player that he was in his prime, which is elite. And right now, he's pretty much not the same player because he can't stay on the field like he was able to when he was younger. So... You have to do that. I mean, I'm just looking at teams who would uh, buy a big-time wide receiver for a first-round pick, too. Um, teams that are competing. I don't know who really, really desperately needs one right now. Maybe uh, the Saints? The Saints are always that team. How, I mean, how dangerous would they be? If, if they got A.J. Green opposite Mike Thomas and Kamara and Drew Brees comes back, ouch. Yeah. I mean, ouch. That'd be a tough uh, duo. Right. I already think they might be the best. Thing. Well, I, I have to apologize to New England. Fine. You're number one on the power rankings. All right. Forget what I said yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, New Orleans still, I think, they're the best team in the NFC. You know, and you could add A.J. Green. I think that's a great. We, we talked about this, I believe, during the offseason, uh, you, Jim, yeah. and I, about, uh, you know, a team that I forget the player we wanted to go there. This will bother me now. That uh, the player it was a top receiver again. That we thought would, oh, would fit very nicely with New Orleans because yeah. once again, it's only Mike Thomas and no one else is broken out there. You know, Ted Ginn is a number three, a nice deep threat. Get rid of the safety, great. But Traquan Smith hasn't been that guy. And all. everybody else they tried last season, you know, just one week, one week fillers. Where you know, they have a decent week, but they had a, an AJ Green type, and the Saints would give up a number one. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt they would. You know, and I, I do wonder if now that teams see that New England's given up. You know, it's only a two, but now it forces the next move here. You know, oh, we got to compete with the winger. Now we got to keep going here. I think the Saints are a great choice, Chris. Great. Yeah, the Saints, maybe even uh, San Francisco, Seattle. Now I'm thinking about the player that we talked about early in the season, and I can't think of it either. Uh, it might have been an older player. I'm not sure. But San oh, what was it? it's Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown, yeah. That could have also been a mess. I mean, at that, you know, because oh, yeah. those allegations <laughs> would have came out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so better off for them. Uh, San Francisco desperately needs wide receivers. Seattle could use a wide receiver of that caliber. Agreed. I mean, there's teams out there that I think would push and give a first round pick. So, yeah, there you go right there. Another trade that happened, not as big, obviously, uh, which is interesting because Oakland's in it. They're three and three. I know they got they get beat up by some teams. They got beat up by Green Bay pretty badly last week, but they did beat some good teams like the Colts, who some say are the second best team in the AFC, possibly even the best right now with with Pat Mahomes injured. Um, I don't know. I I, I just think that Oakland trading Gary and Connolly to Houston. Now Connolly isn't like unbelievable or anything. He's solid, pretty good cornerback uh, for a twenty twenty third round pick. Which I'd say is, I guess, fair. Uh, I think Oakland might end up getting the better of that deal in the long run. But, you know, Conley could help the Texans a lot right now. They needed the secondary help. Teams are desperate out there. They're looking to trade. You're right. It's a new era of the NFL. 
Back in the day, we used to say when Champ Bailey got traded for Clinton Portis, it was like it was the biggest deal ever. It was like the only trade that ever happened in years. Uh, now you got trades left and right, so I expect something to happen, uh, with, especially with Cincinnati and AJ Green. So. We'll see what happens. We'll come back from Bake Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Tuesday. Give us a call with your questions. George Kurtz, close Chris Venture. We'll be right back. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The NBA season tips off with two games tonight, and you can dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com DUNK to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash dunk to get your 10% off now. Dailyroto.com where millionaires are made. There you go right there. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to the goon squad. Uh, talking to Billy Hayes in the chat who just beat me in GST because the Jets don't start Jets. Ugh, so disappointing. George, I, I started Robbie Anderson and the Jets D. Ugh. Terrible. Why are uh, you starting the Jets? 
We're streaming. The Jets D? We're streaming or, D's, yeah. You're streaming D. Okay. I, I don't mind. Listen, the New England Patriots defense offense hadn't really looked all that great. I, I can understand that. I would have liked to have known what your other choices were. Uh, well, the other choices were we tried to get, because I was big on the Lions D this week too. Also wrong about that. Just really wrong on D's this week. Um, <laughs> just really off on D. Uh, but So that wouldn't have worked out anyway. But the BFFs outbid me for Lions D anyway. Uh, we did have Denver's D, but you know they were playing Kansas City. Um, oh yeah, I would. Right, and we had Houston's D. That wouldn't have worked out either. So we were we were stuck. Uh, Jets You're D was screwed. Yeah, we were basically screwed. Uh, but I did have Marvin Jones on the bench. Yeah, but everybody did. Everybody, anybody who says that's like people mocking you there. Oh yeah, you had Chase Edmonds on the bench. No one was starting Chase Edmonds. Very <laughs> few of us were starting Marvin Jones. Yeah. yeah. All right, especially I mean, from the uh, week before. Yeah. Right, you could have had bye week problems when Marvin Jones was in your lineup because your star receivers were out. Sure, you know, it wouldn't shock me, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, that would have, would have been kind of lucky to get them. I think uh, I don't have Marvin Jones on any team. I did have Chase Edmonds on one, uh, and that wasn't a league I had uh, David Johnson in. But the, uh, he, would, I would have had to start him over Tariq Cohen. Uh, well, I get, you get point for punt return yards in that league. Uh, Devonta yeah. Freeman. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Marlon Mack, and I didn't start all those guys. I didn't start Cohen this week. I didn't start Gordon this week, and I obviously I didn't start Chase Edmonds this week. I have a strong running back crew. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, yeah, that's deep. Right that's there. that dynasty league I keep bringing up there. Yeah. Uh, once again, forty man rosters. Uh, you only start nine offensive players, eleven IDPs, but forty man mm-hmm. rosters. Uh, so uh, six, two sixteen team leagues. So it's a wild league. I have a. I have a very good team. I have a very strong defense in that league. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, I would like to do a, a nice big dynasty league like that one day. Um, but I'm sure you need to have a, a group of guys that are committed for the long term. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Uh, I mean, well, so I, I, when it comes to dynasty leagues, I always tell people it's a dynasty league. And it's a league that's been around, I'd say, about 10 years. Uh, it's, it's an uh, industry league. And it's all with names you've heard of, including a couple from our network. Mike Blewett is in the other division. Shout and out either Frank or Mike is. Frank Stanfield or Mike Florio. Mike used to work with us. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is also in the other division. I think it's Frank offhand, but I'd, I'd have to check. I don't, I, don't, I don't face that division except in the Super Bowl, so okay. I don't remember offhand. And uh, what, what I always tell people about, the, this is, about Dynasty Leagues is this. Play to win this year. I know it's a Dynasty League. Sometimes you've got to rebuild. And I did have to rebuild, but you just said it. You need a strong group of friends. There's 32 owners in this league. <laughs> this is not the same 32 owners that started. It's not even close. Right. My guess is minimum. A third of the league has changed over the uh, years. You know, that's what, 11 teams? It may even be half. It wouldn't shock me. There's always, every year we see, oh, we need three to four new owners for this, this, you know, this team, this team, and that team. Every year we see this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been Especially in it from day 32. one, so have a couple of other guys, but uh, it does change. But I always tell people, play to win now. I've been in an industry dynasty leagues that disbanded after a couple of years. You know, guys don't like their teams, so they just leave it. It's, it's, it's silly, but that's what happens. Yeah. 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 32 teams, yeah, that's tough to keep everybody together, especially you got to, that's real deep. That's real deep with 40 man, 40 man rosters. 40 man rosters. So the only draft you have at the, uh, is after the uh, rookie draft, you know, after the NFL draft, we draft somewhere cool. in late May, early June, seven rounds, you know, so it, it's, it is extremely deep. Obviously you, you do the math, 40 man roster. Time. It's 16. So the other, the, the other conference can have the same players. So you do 40 times 16, you know, there's a lot of players there. It's about, uh, 640 players drafted. <laughs> Or 640 <laughs> players that are taken. Right. You know, and uh, it's, you, you run it like a real league. You have a taxi squad, so there's more. Because as you have a 40-man roster, you can have a five-man taxi squad of rookies. Yeah. And I do, so I actually have 45 people on my roster. Minus wow. my IR players. 
I have five. You have a max of, of IR. I have five players on my IR. So I have fifty players now. Jeez. You know, it's a it's a lot of fun. And you end up pulling players out. Listen, I I, I had no tight end this week. All right, Jordan Reed's on IR. Uh, OJ Howard was off. Sucks anyway. Patriots haven't had a tight end all year. <laughs> and uh, I have I, I Blake Jarwin. I took from the Cowboys. Yeah, I lucked out. He got a touchdown. I did not know anything there. He was just the only uh, tight end that I even heard of that was still available. <laughs> All right, so I grabbed uh, Blake Jarwin. It's amazing what you, the guys you got to pull out of uh, pull out of your ass. You know, defensive players too, linebackers you've never heard of. You'll start grabbing here because they're you know they're as starting they're playing. weak yeah. side linebacker. Yeah, they're playing. They're alive. They have a heartbeat. They might tackle somebody. They're on your I'll roster, yeah. <laughs> and you'll and you'll start them. So that's wild. That's wild. You're talking about quite more, well more than quadruple the normal you know, pool of players that you get in a fantasy league. Cause you're talking like 150 uh, in a normal 12 team, something like that. So that's, that's wild. That's fun though. Probably around 800 here. I'd say <sighs> crazy. All right. Well, good luck with, I mean, your team sounds good. So there you go. Um, those running one. backs sounded good. Six and one. There you have it. Uh, I have one six and one team this year, but for the most part, a lot of four and threes, a lot of three and fours, middle of the pack. The injuries are killer right now. Uh, speaking of injuries, Adam Thielen wasn't look like he was going to play with the hamstring issue after catching that touchdown last week and kind of killed him that week, even with the touchdown. I mean, he didn't crack 10 points because that was his only catch of the game. Um, but he is a chance he might actually play this th- in Thursday night football. It stinks that it's Thursday night football. I bet he would have played if it was on Sunday, but I have a feeling he doesn't play. But they're saying that there's a chance. At first, they were ruling him out, but now... There's a, there's a good chance he, he might have he's a not, shot. He's not playing Thursday. Yeah, most likely he's not. not it, right? It's a short week. He's got hurt. And who are they playing? Uh, I forget who they're playing. Hold on, let me see. Oh, I know who they're playing. They're playing Washington. They do not need him no. to beat Washington. Nope, they don't. They're All at right, home, too. He, right, you're, you're, you're going to give him the 10 days off. All right, uh, he's, he's not playing. I would, I would be floored if they played him on Thursday. And I have him in a couple of leagues. I want, I'd like him to play. Obviously, yeah. it's a, you know, it could be a get right day. But uh, no, I, there's no way. If I'm the coach, I'm not risking you. I can, I can beat you with Diggs, Rudolph, and anybody else. The run game alone. In the run game, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Get that run game going. No, no way. No way. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'd rather know. I'd rather know if he's out well, well beforehand uh, or, you know, that he's in guaranteed well beforehand instead of a game time decision. So I'm scrambling and worrying about if he's going to be limited and all this. I'd rather him just be out so I could plug someone else in anyway. So, guys, keep an eye on that. But most likely, you're going to have to, you know, replace Adam Thielen in your lineup. Uh, Shepard says he has no doubt. Sterling Shepard, that is. He has no doubt he'll play again this season. Uh, Another odd thing because, like, he was in concussion protocol. I didn't know it was that serious. But it has been a couple of concussions already this season. Uh, So, uh, that sounds like a long-term thing. I don't know when he'll be back, but... Shepard says at some point he'll be back this season. So keep him, uh, you know, in your minds for later in the season because he could be useful come, uh, you know, down the stretch, playoff time, whatever it is. I don't know if you – I would plug him in the IR if you can. If you can't, uh, I would wait for some other news, some more definitive news. Uh, on Johnson, currently week to week with that knee issue that he got hurt early on uh, this past week uh, against the Vikings, expected to miss some time. So, you got waivers coming up. And obviously, especially with the running back landscape, where things are so hard to find a good running back that's playing and getting a good amount of carries, he's out there. He's 4% owned. 
Ty, Ty Johnson, that is. Ty Johnson, the Detroit Lions. 4% owned in Yahoo Leagues. They're also J.D. McKissick, but you're looking for more of the Ty Johnson. McKissick's more of that third down guy. Uh, yeah, he might have an okay floor, but I don't think he's going to do much besides that. There's no upside there. Ty Johnson will be getting the red, the red zone work, the goal line work. How much are you throwing down, George, on Ty Johnson in this waiver, waiver period right now? This is very interesting yeah. with on Johnson because on Johnson, it was reported, he told uh, Matt Patricia, the coach, I'm fine. You know, now once again, when a, when a player says he's fine and what he really is could be two different things. But this would seem to me that the injury is not major. Right. Adam Schefter reported he's going to miss some time. Okay, what is your definition of some time? Yeah, exactly. Are we talking? Are we talking practice, games, weeks, months, days, hours? Yeah. What? What? You know, we're not getting very much information. We don't even have any idea other than it's a, a knee injury, which could be a million things. Right. From a knee bruise to a torn ligament to meniscus. You know, we don't know what it is here. So, uh, you know, what's, what's Tuesday now? One thirty. Most, uh, most waivers run tomorrow night. So you got about mm, 32 hours or so. I'm yeah. hoping something else comes out and we probably will know more tomorrow, right? That's when teams practice first practice of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, today's pretty much an off day for most players of an treatment. So Johnson might be in there for treatment. So listen, and you mentioned we all need a running back and Ty Johnson will be uh, the guy there. I, I want to know more before I start breaking my bank here. Right. If you tell me Johnson's going to be out a month, well, we're, we're probably breaking the bank. Yeah, we'll take the running back for four weeks. We're we talking a week, uh, not so much now. Or there's something that could linger, where maybe they'll have to split some carries within carry on and tie. Ty will play more. That's also good. You know, during bye weeks, I'll take a guy who's going to play some. So uh, right now, I think you need to be very, very careful before you go out and blow, you know, blow up your bank on this guy. It might be a one-week thing and carry on Johnson's back in week nine. Hey, everything's fine. Right. Or it could be he's back in week 13. We don't, this is strange to me because we're not hearing anything. And for a top player, this is just weird. Right. And he said he's fine. You know, I can tell you from uh, experience, I, when I tore my ACL, you know, a couple of days later, I felt fine. I did. You know, I, I, could, I could do everything I was normally doing. You mentioned a skate, no problem. What I couldn't do is turn or stop. Right. That's when the knee buckles on you. So I'm going to be very, playing very cautious here and keep searching for information. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an ACL tear you're talking about. Um, when we come back, we'll talk more about this because we're heading to break right now. Fantasy Football Frenzy, give us a call, 844-843-6879 if you got questions about waivers. This one's an interesting one. So we'll get back to it. George Kurtz, your boy, The Close Chris Ventra. Be right back on a Tuesday. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut... 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Okay. This ain't the Tuesday song, but, uh, you know, take it. Shout out to the pit. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, <laughs> on a Tuesday, on the outro. All right, we got it. Coffee cup. All right. So, give us a call, 844-843-6879. Last segment of the program, me and George Kurtz were talking about Ty Johnson. Now, you know people are going to pay a ton of money. League mates will pay a ton of money for Ty Johnson right now. People are desperate for running backs. I mean, I know people are starting like, you know, Edo Smith and backups. Just guys that aren't even getting close to 10 touches sometimes. I mean, you got bye weeks, you got injuries. It's flooding the actual running back market. And there's just nothing out there. Um, So this is a gem right now. No one owns him. uh, in Most 12-team leagues. So... Thing is, George is right. You got to be careful. Carry on could be back. You know he'll miss this week. But you don't know. He might be back week nine. Maybe week 10, maybe week 11. If he's out for a while, break the bank. Sure. It's a running back that will play for a while. But look what happened with Wayne Gallman. People broke the bank for Wayne Gallman. And that didn't work out so well. You got one week out of him. One week. That was it. Disappeared after that. That was it. Got hurt. The week after, and then Barkley's already back because he's superhuman. But that's besides the point. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would spend a ton on Ty Johnson right now. And it stinks. And this is why I think waivers should run Wednesday into Thursday as the standard over the Tuesday into Wednesday. Because I think it should be as close to the first week of or the first game of the week as possible so that you could get as much news as possible before the week starts. Uh, this is going to, this might screw a lot of people because you got to spend your money tonight. A lot of leagues just run tonight. I know all my Yahoo leagues run tonight. And what are you going to spend? I know people are spending maybe 38% of their budget 
Some people 40 plus. Then I know some people that are saying 15 to 20%. It's going to be all over the place. So it's going to be hard to guess if you're really desperate and you have nothing. Or if you're a carry-on Johnson owner. Then spend, you know, spend the money that you need to spend. But otherwise, I would not break the bank tonight for, uh, for Ty Johnson. Uh, you would agree with that, George? I would agree with everything you said. Okay. Yeah, so I prefer waivers to run every night, personally. Okay. You know, I don't like, uh, you know, and then first come, first serve at some point. I just believe, uh, you know, this probably applies more to uh, daily leagues, you know, like baseball, hockey, basketball, uh, where, you know, when you only run waivers once a week, generally it's on Sundays in those leagues. And, but you know something on Tuesday. You know, you're, you're ahead of the curve. And now by the time Sunday comes around, wa- waivers, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. So I lost my, even though I, you know, I knew about it on Tuesday, I would have gotten this guy for, you know, $5. By the time Sunday comes around, everybody and their mother knows now it's $55. So I prefer it to run uh, every, every day. Uh, for football, I've, I have that in a league or two. Uh, but otherwise, in your, what you're talking about, Wednesday by far makes the most sense. Not only because of what you said, getting as much, as much news as possible, but as I said earlier, Wednesday is generally the first day of practice. Mm-hmm. For the week, this you'll know who's in, who's not. It gets reported every time. Nope, this guy wasn't in practice. This guy wasn't in practice. This guy was limited. All this right. guy was on the sideline. You know that's why it makes. I I've never understood why we run it on Tuesday. Yeah, you know, I don't we get run it on either. Wednesday. Wednesday night is my favorite if you're not going to do it daily. Hmm. Well, I guess because for some people on Tuesday it runs, uh, and then you have Wednesday and Thursday, you just have open free agent pool to pick up guys. But when there's a guy like Ty Johnson on the waiver wire. And you don't know what's going on Carry on Johnson. This is why you want it to be as close to the first game of the week as possible. Uh, and that would be Wednesday night. So I will say this. The, the Lions, next two weeks. And if Carry on Johnson is out for two weeks, which I don't know. I have this feeling that he's going to be out two weeks at least. The next two weeks, the Lions are playing the Giants at home. Nice matchup for Ty Johnson. And then at Oakland. Another pretty good matchup there. So then they play at Chicago. But Chicago's actually been getting run on a lot lately. So, possibly three. This is an interesting situation. But he is going to be one of the... He is the top waiver wire ad of this week. I think clearly. Because you know you could use him at least for this week. And he's a running back. You know, running backs... And we were talking about this before, George. um, Down in the pit. I said, I I think running backs are kind of like the starting pitchers in fantasy baseball. You know, you... The elite ones are very rare. Uh, they're super high valued. Uh, and there's not a lot of great ones. There's not a lot of great ones. It's just, you know, the, the drop off from the top 10, 15, 20 is huge. Uh, so I would make that comparison. Running backs to starting pitchers, they're just so, they're not a dime a dozen like they are in the real NFL. It's just funny because in the real NFL, running backs are kind of a dime a dozen. Whereas in fantasy, they're not. They're the most valued. Because if you have a really good one, everybody wants him. The trade offers you'll get will be for your top running back if you have Dalvin Cook right now. And I'll tell you right now, I'm getting a ton of trade offers because I have Dalvin Cook everywhere for Dalvin Cook. They don't want anybody else. They don't want the receivers. They want the running back. Uh, and that's just how it goes. I mean, Because they just get hurt a lot. They get hurt a lot, and there's just not a lot who play every down. So other waiver wires before we uh, get to the end of the program here. I'll tell you mine, George, and then you know you give us few more, and we'll discuss it. Uh, at quarterback, you need a streaming quarterback this week. Teddy Bridgewater at home against Arizona. 
17% owned right now in Yahoo Leagues. So he's out there. Uh, I think it's a pretty good stream right there, especially after he did really well against Chicago Bears, who their strong point is their passing defense. Uh, and Terry Bridgewater, you know, I think he put up like 26 fantasy points, 27 fantasy points, something like that. So this is a beautiful matchup for him. Mason Rudolph, actually, deeper. This is deeper I'm talking here. You know, you got to be kind of desperate or in trouble. Mason Rudolph versus Miami. And that's the only reason why. He's 7% owned. Uh, those are the quarterbacks I'm looking at. Kenny Stills at home against Oakland. 15% owned. Uh, you got Will Fuller, who will be out several weeks. Another injury report right there where, you know, you know he's going to be out for a little while here. Kenny Stills already had a good game since, he, since he's been back last week. 100-yard receiving game. Um, and a beautiful matchup versus Oakland. So 15% on right now. He's out there. That also goes for uh, Kiki Kute, who broke 10 fantasy points, at, and he's at home against Oakland, too, only 14% owned. So I would go for Stills, obviously, first. He's the bigger playmaker. He's been more involved. Uh, you know, that's the guy I would take before Kute. Uh, and then deeper, I guess you'd say Deontay Johnson versus Miami, 14% owned. Corey Davis versus Tampa Bay. He's much higher owned, though, 41% owned. Uh, but he had a big breakout game with Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if this is going to happen again. I doubt it'll be a consistent thing, but I think he should be rostered. Uh, A.J. Brown, that goes for as well. He had a nice little game. Uh, I think 12, 13 fantasy points. He's also at home against Tampa Bay. Great matchup. 17% owned. And, of course, Ty Johnson. And the other running back, I think that should be owned at this point, is Mark Walton. Uh, what do you have? 15-plus carries for 66 yards this past week. A couple receptions. Only 4% owned in Yahoo Leagues at home against the Giants this week. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, at Pittsburgh this week, uh, which isn't a great matchup, but he's a running back that probably should be owned. He's 20% owned, actually. Uh, is there anybody you'd like to add to that, George? You mean after you named 8 to 10 players, anybody else I should possibly find? Uh, missing? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I think you did a pretty good job of covering everybody there. I mean, listen, you, uh, I throw some teams at you. Yeah. Uh, John Brown's uh, owned in most leagues. Anyway, so is Cole Beasley, but they are playing Philadelphia, a team whose secondary can't figure it out yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe you want to look at the Buffalo pass catches there. Uh, I added A.J. Brown in the league uh, before this week. Not to play him this week, but to, uh, or last week, but to play him for this week when they're playing Tampa Bay. Right. Tampa Bay can't stop anybody through the air. Yep. So that's something I was certainly uh, interested in there. Uh, other teams. Uh, I mean, you mentioned it. Chicago's having trouble stopping the run since uh, the injuries there, and I don't know. If, I think that team's ready to implode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago and Philadelphia, I think, are both ready to implode. Uh, <laughs> they, they're having lots of issues. I think they, they are. They're having all sorts of problems here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, what did, uh, what did Nagy N- 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 say here? You don't tell me. I'm not an idiot. I know we need to stop the run and w- work on the passing game. Okay. A little <laughs> testy there, buddy. A little testy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so Falling he has apart. got some problems. Yeah, it's not going the way it looks. I mean, there's a lot of garbage now going on about uh, – when I say garbage, I don't mean it's wrong. I just mean a lot of uh, crap going on about Trubisky. That, uh, he's catching it because they traded up for him. They traded, what, four picks to move up one spot to get him. Yeah. Where, you know, Mahomes and Watson went later in that Much draft. Much later, uh, yeah. Oops. Yeah, you screwed up there. All right, that, <laughs> that ended up being a mistake. Uh, although, who's to say that Trubisky – well, he looks terrible. I can't even make that comparison. <laughs> I was about to say that maybe he'd be on, on a different organization. He'd be better, but he just looks bad. Right. So I don't believe that to be true at And they all. might be looking for a quarterback, too, the Bears. I'm hearing, you know, we've been hearing rumblings down in the pit that maybe, uh, you know, Nick Foles, when he gets back, could possibly be yeah, a I don't candidate. think Jacksonville's going to trade Nick Foles, okay? I think the, 
I, I think I Minshew heard that too. maybe instead. I don't think they'll trade either. You need a backup nowadays, yeah. right? You got to worry about your quarterback. It's not like Nick Foles is a god. He's not a god. Nick Foles no. has failed everywhere other than with Philadelphia. You know, I understand with Jacksonville, he only played what a snap before he got. And hurt. the Rams with Jeff Fisher is like a mulligan. You know, I, uh, I it isn't. It isn't. Uh, you know, but yeah, uh, Fisher does seem to screw things up. But I haven't seen him succeed anywhere other. Than with uh, Philly, so I'm not really. Uh, well, I was never willing. I was never high on Foles. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a decent quarterback, but nothing's uh, nothing special. So if I'm Jackson, I'm probably standing pat. But once again, as I always say, he's not untradeable. The offer's too good to pass up. Sure, I'll trade either one of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Nick Foles is getting moved. I, I would find that very, very surprising. Yeah, I mean, they. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think they might need him, but Minshew. I don't know. I mean, pe- teams are desperate, desperate. For quarterbacks, I don't know. The Bears might it might not make sense for them though. Uh, they invested a lot into this kid Trubisky. I, I don't know if they would do this. I have to look into that contract and when they can truly. Uh, what is this? Is your third year? Um, yeah, I think it's third year. So they, I mean, they have the, the fourth year kick in next year. Soon they're gonna they already picked it up. So it's pretty. He's pretty much got this year and next year to figure it out. It's not they'll move on. Right. Just like they're gonna do with Mariota. Just like they're gonna do with uh, uh, Winston. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I assume both teams are going to move on from them. They're they're in their fifth year. They picked up the fifth year, so I assume both both those guys are searching for new teams after this year. You're right. Quarterbacks always, but this is also a big, heavy quarterback draft. Which is, it's great to be to get the first, you know, first or second pick where you get the guy you want. But mm-hmm. there are going to be guys throughout this draft that you can take in the quarter in the quarterback range mm-hmm. in the late in the first round. So you're not going to have to flip out for one. You you may not get your first or second choice, but they'll be there. So uh, Chicago could look at it that way, too. Mm-hmm. Although I'm always a big believer, Chris. If I was running a team, I'm almost drafting a quarterback every year. Not in the first round, or, or of course not, but in late rounds and try and develop. I'm not saying you're going to get Tom Brady, sixth-round pick, Dak Prescott, fourth-round pick, something like that. But you develop something. See what happens. Right. What's the worst-case scenario? Oh, he doesn't make the team. Well, you know what? Usually that pick doesn't make the team anyway. You know, yeah. how many fourth, fourth fifth, sixth? I mean, so you, you work on see yeah. what happens. All right. Best-case scenario is, hey, now you do have a trade chip down the line. Well, you do have someone to cover for you when your quarterback gets hurt. That's just something I've always believed. Yeah, especially right now. I mean, yeah, like you said, you need a good backup quarterback. I mean, look, you see the backup quarterbacks coming in. Ruins a team. Completely ruins a team. Uh, the Jets, like we said, they had to go to their third string. I mean, that was a disaster. It ru- kind of ruined their season because they're out of it now. They could have been in it if Darnold didn't get mono. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think the Bears shouldn't be doing that because – they're not in this hunt right now. You got two really good teams in your division already ahead of you. The NFC, there's just so many teams already better than you overall. Your defense doesn't look the same. It's not like they're losing by a little bit, uh, barely losing games, and they would be in the hunt if they had a great quarterback. They're getting beat up in some of these games. Pretty good. So uh, I don't think they should do that. But tomorrow we'll get into more, maybe some defensive plays uh, on waivers because I'm sure a lot of people are looking to stream defenses after this disastrous week for some defenses that we streamed this week uh and you know get into more for the later round of waivers all right fantasy football frenzy on a tuesday's done bffs are up next george kurtz for the close of chris venture we'll see you tomorrow yeah
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I'm gonna miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. I don't know who really, really desperately needs one right now. Maybe uh, the Saints? The Saints are always that team. How, I mean, how dangerous would they be if, if they got A.J. Green opposite Mike Thomas and Kamara and Drew Brees comes back? Ouch. Yeah. I mean, ouch. That'd be a tough uh, duo. Right, I already think they might be the best. Thing. Well, I I have to apologize to New England. Fine, you're number one on the power rankings. All right, forget what I said yesterday. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, New Orleans still, I think they're the best team in the NFC. You know, and you could add AJ Green. I think that's a great. We we talked about this, I believe, during the off season. Uh, you, Jim, yeah. and I about uh, you know a team that I forget the player we wanted to go there. This will bother me now. That uh, the player it was a top receiver again. That we thought would, oh, would fit very nicely with New Orleans because yeah. once again, it's only Mike Thomas and no one else is broken out there. You know, Ted Ginn is a number three, a nice deep threat, get rid of the safety, great. But Traquan Smith hasn't been that guy. And all. Everybody else they tried last season, you know, just one week, one week fillers, where they have a decent week. But if they had an A.J. Green type, and the Saints would give up a number one. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt they would. 
You know, and I, I do wonder if now that teams see that New England's given up, you know, it's only a two, but now it forces the next move here. You know, oh, we got to compete with New England. Now we got to keep going here. I think the Saints are a great choice, Chris. Great. Yeah, the Saints, maybe even uh, San Francisco, Seattle. Now I'm thinking about the player that we talked about early in the season, and I can't think of it either. Uh, it might have been an older player. I'm not sure. But San oh, was it? It's Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, yeah, yeah. Antonio Brown, yeah. That could have also been a mess. I mean, at that, you know, because oh, yeah. those allegations <laughs> would have came out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so better off for them. Uh, San Francisco desperately needs wide receivers. Seattle could use a wide receiver of that caliber. Great. I mean, there's teams out there that I think would push and give a first-round pick. So, yeah, there you go right there. Another trade that happened. Not as big, obviously, uh, which is interesting because Oakland's in it. They're 3-3. Three and three. I know they, got, they get beat up by some teams. They got beat up by Green Bay pretty badly last week, but they did beat some good teams like the Colts, who some say are the second-best team in the AFC. Possibly even the best right now with, with Pat Mahomes injured. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just think that... Oakland trading Gary and Connolly to Houston. Now, Connolly isn't, like, unbelievable or anything. He's solid. Pretty good cornerback uh, for a 2020 third-round pick, which I'd say is, I guess, fair. Uh, I think Oakland might end up getting the better of that deal in the long run, but, you know, Connolly could help the Texans a lot right now. They needed the secondary help. Teams are desperate out there. They're looking to trade. You're right. It's a new era of the NFL. Back in the day, we used to say when Champ Bailey got traded for Clinton Portis, it was like, it was the biggest deal ever. It was like the only trade that ever happened in years. Uh, now you got trades left and right, so I expect something to happen.